Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. As Christians, we need to talk about spiritual warfare. We know that spiritual warfare exists, but do you know why it exists? Why does God allow it to happen and what you should do when you feel like you are in the middle of a spiritual warfare battle? And so in this post, let's talk about what is spiritual warfare in the Bible? Why does God allow it to happen? How does spiritual warfare show up in your life and how to fight spiritual warfare? So what is spiritual warfare in the Bible? When you think about spiritual warfare in the Bible, I want you to consider the following Bible verse. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces, present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly and supernatural places. Ephesians 6, 12. To put it in lamest terms, there are a bunch of spirits, not all of them good, looking to come to jack up your day. They are willing to use people, places, things, and situations to come against you. And the one who is behind all of this is the devil, which you can read my separate blog on him on how the devil messes with your mind. The fact is that the devil is the one behind the spiritual warfare attacks. I also suggest you watch my video below on how the devil works. And don't forget to subscribe to my channel by clicking the link down below. Never just think that the devil is going to be some weird shadow in the corner of your room waiting for you to fall asleep so that he can haunt your dreams. No, the devil works in real life and in everyday ways. For example, the devil tricked Eve through twisting God's words, ultimately making her disobey God. Genesis 3, 1 through 13. The devil worked through Job's circumstances, making him broke, sick, and killing his family. The devil worked through Saul when he became jealous of David and tried to kill him. 1 Samuel chapter 19. So why does spiritual warfare happen? One thing that I used to misunderstand the most was thinking that because I was a Christian that I was not going to go through spiritual warfare. But that is wrong because not only does God know about the spiritual warfare that you're going through, but he also allows it. Take Job, for example. At the start of the book, we see that the devil had to ask for permission to put Job through spiritual warfare and God allow it. But why? Now there was a day when the sons of God angels came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan, the adversary cursor, also came among them. The Lord said to Satan, from where have you come? Then Satan answered, from roaming around the earth and from walking around it. The Lord said to Satan, have you considered and reflected on my servant Job? For there is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man who fears the Lord with reverence and abstains from and turns away from evil because he honors God. Then Satan answered the Lord, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not put a hedge of protection around him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and conferred prosperity and happiness upon him and his possessions have increased by the land. But put forth your hand now and touch and destroy all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. Then the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that Job has is in your power. Only do not put your hand on the man himself. So Satan departed from the presence of the Lord. Job 1.6 The devil was basically telling God that the only reason why Job was faithful to God is that God has always protected him and Job had never gone through anything. But if Job was to go through spiritual warfare, he would then curse God to his face. So what we can learn from Job is that nothing can come against you without God's permission. 
God also allows us to go through spiritual warfare to test our faith and to also make us stronger. So what does it look like? As someone who has gone through spiritual warfare myself, when I was battling my depression, I can show you exactly what it looks like. Just watch the video down below. Spiritual warfare can come in the form of depression, and you can click the link down below where I talk more on that. Mental health concerns, financial struggles, losing friends, your health, your home, your family, I mean basically anything. What you need to know is that if you are really in the midst of spiritual warfare, then the devil and his little demons are going to use everything in the material world to come against you. When I went through my spiritual warfare situation, the main weapon that was used against me was my thoughts. In spiritual warfare, it is a lot easier for the devil to come against your thoughts, to tell you that God does not love you, that no one loves you, that you don't deserve to be blessed, that you are worthless, or whatever negative thoughts intrude your mind every day. Then know that this is spiritual warfare. Just like Eve, if the devil can get you to doubt yourself and your abilities and get you to follow them, then he feels he is winning. You can watch my video down below on how the devil has no teeth because when it comes to spiritual warfare, the, dev the devil's greatest weapon is to use you against yourself by planting seeds of doubt in your mind. So watch my video down below on that. How to get through spiritual warfare. Now that you know what spiritual warfare is, you need to know how to fight it. And as someone who has gone through spiritual warfare, you also must understand that you need to have a strong mind. As much as spiritual warfare attacks you, then you need to attack it. And here's how you do it. First, put on the armor of God. If you try to fight the devil on your own, then you're going to lose. But if you fight the devil with God, then you're sure to win, which means that you need to put on the full armor of God. Put on the full armor of God for his precepts are like the splendid armor of heavenly armed soldiers so that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and strategies and deceits of the devil. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of anger. And having done everything, that crisis demands to stand firm in your place fully prepared immovable victorious so stand firm and hold your ground have tightened and wide band of truth personal integrity moral courage around your waist and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and upright heart and having strapped on your feet the gospel peace in preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by good news above all lift up the protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of evil and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests at all times on every occasion and in every season in the spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people. Ephesians six ten through 18. What all this really means is that you need to keep your behavior straight it can be hard for you to fight spiritual warfare if you're in the midst of hell with your behavior. You lie, you cheat, you steal, commit adultery, or you are running around and fighting and cursing people out. Then these works of the flesh, which you can click my separate blog to read more about works of the flesh, is making you more wide open. When you are able to remain positive and godly in the midst of spiritual warfare, then you are always fighting it. Second, recite scriptures on spiritual warfare. Scriptures are a powerful thing, so powerful that even when the devil was tempting Jesus, he recited the scripture back to Jesus to convince Jesus to follow him. So no doubt the power of the scripture, but you want scripture to work out for you and not against you. The devil and all his demons will shudder at the sight of you as God's child declaring God's word to them. And so the Bible states, you believe that God is one, you do dwell to believe that. The demons also believe that and shudder and bristle in awe, feel terror. They have seen his wrath. James 2.19 
Find Bible scriptures that declare the word of God that talks about who you are in the eyes of God, which I have a separate blog post on and you can click the link down below to read that. If you need help, then check out my Christian manifestation guide full of Bible verses and affirmations for you to declare over yourself and to fight the negative thoughts. Third, say a prayer. If you are facing spiritual warfare, the most powerful weapon that you have against it is prayer. The Bible states, is anyone among you suffering? He must pray. James 5.13 Therefore, when faced with spiritual warfare, I urge you to say this prayer. No weapon formed against me shall prosper because I am a child of God. The weapon could be physical, mental, or situational. It does not matter because stronger is the God that operates in me than the enemies that are in the world. So I put on the full armor of God operating in my authority as the child of God, and I rebuke any and all things trying to come against me that are not for my highest good. They have no power over me, and I ask God to intervene in my situation and bind any negative forces trying to come against me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I really hope this post told you everything you needed to know about spiritual warfare, what it is, and how to fight it. If you know someone who may need to read this post, then go ahead and share it with them.